You really need to think about yourselves as a unit at the top of the company so that you can delegate and build a team underneath you and remove yourselves and continue to stay in your zones of genius. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming to Fast Foundation's Office Hours. We got a special guest again today. Not going to believe this. We do it every week. Same time, same place. Fastfoundations.com slash office hours. And if you don't know what Fast Foundations is, go to fastfoundations.com to learn more or come experience what it's like to be in the room. Go to fastfoundations.com slash next event and head to Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's going to be nice and warm, beautiful, friendly, a lot of friendly faces like the ones on this call are going to be sitting in that room and we're going to mastermind together that first week of October. Fastfoundations.com slash next event. Also tell us where you're coming to us from today. I'm sitting in Fort Collins, Colorado, and I am excited to kick this off. Jim, take it away. Excited as well. Coming to you from Los Angeles. Thanks for being here. Happy Wednesday, everybody. No better time than now to kick things off. I'd like to introduce someone very special to the Fast Foundations community. Steve Fleischer is someone I met on Clubhouse, believe it or not, in the middle of the pandemic. We all, anybody here remember Clubhouse? Anybody install it, try it, use it? still use it? I don't know. Steve and I got into some deep conversations when we had nothing else better to do because the world was locked down. And I ended up having so much fun talking to this guy about life, about family life, just about business and the world. We ended up just staying really close and we ended up really connecting and it just turned into such a wonderful friendship. And not only am I grateful to call Steve a friend, we're also grateful to call him a coach. He's part of our next round, supporting the next members of the mastermind. And he's also been named the MVP of one of our past rounds. Steve just continues to show up and he just gives without expectation. He's such a kind soul and he has one of the best laughs that you will ever hear. And I'm sure that's going to come out at some point or another, but I'd be remiss not to read the official bio that Steve is the co-founder and president of Space Creators, a full-service digital marketing agency based out of Nova Scotia, Canada. Up there, we know this, and he still makes the trip. Appreciate you, Steve. He was inspired to create a business where work meant a happy, healthy experience that enhances lives, rather than taking away from it, with his partner, Jeanette. Steve's ability to provide clear, compelling, and concise messaging can be seen firsthand through his regular posting of insights and thought-provoking questions on LinkedIn, his skill to condense meaning into few words is inspiring. And he also posts the best memes. Steve is going to join us today to really talk about what it's like working with a business partner and how to really step into some of those unique dynamics and some of those challenges that come up. And as always, I love learning from you. Steve, take it away. Jim, thanks, buddy. That that means a lot. And let me just start by saying this is definitely full circle for me, having met you individually and really connecting instantly because I could just sense you were a good person who wanted to serve even just through audio and clubhouse. And then through connecting with you, obviously led me to FM after you guys purchased it. And quite frankly, it's been one of the, the most profound experiences in just springing Jeanette and my life forward. So Again, it's just very full circle to have learned so much from you and the group and now get to be in a position to, to share a little bit with everyone. So thank you so much for that. Today, I am really excited about the topic. As Jim alluded to, and I was joking quickly before with everyone, 
the topic today is going to be about working with a partner. So I am lucky enough to get to work with my life partner, Jeanette. She has been the driving force, but I've been incredibly lucky to get to grow alongside her and support each other in growing a business together. And I do think getting to work with a romantic partner is a very unique experience that not everyone does in life. But I've also seen through our experience of networking and growing in our own business and meeting other entrepreneurs, it's definitely a growing niche of entrepreneurship. And it's really cool. But beyond that, I believe a lot of the principles and things that we've learned in working together as romantic partners would still apply to any kind of partnership. Even if you're not working with your romantic partner and maybe you just have a partnership in business or you're a solopreneur looking to scale, I hope you still find value. So the art of partnership, growth, decisions, and trust. So quick introduction. Jeanette and I have been together since we were kids in high school. Very lucky. We're together as a couple for before we decided to go into business together. So we were high school sweethearts. It was never in our plans, but through life, COVID circumstance, and some of the trends that I think are leading a lot of couples into entrepreneurship these days, did decide to take a giant leap in going into business together, really rooted in wanting a different life design for ourselves, but also like Jim said, wanting to provide a work environment that fit what we were looking for and would give that same kind of environment culture to other people as well. Through that, it's been a quick three years. We really have been on quite the trajectory. Our team is well over 20 marketing professionals at the current time, and we've served over 100 clients in, in three years. And as Jim said, I'm incredibly honored to be coaching in this next round of FM, which is a group that's given me so much. The one disclaimer I did want to mention is that I've truly found this in all of our learnings and growings. Whenever you hear from a speaker, I think it's prudent that you take what you need, what resonates with you, and leave the rest. I think in this topic where I'm talking about romantic partners and being a partner in business, relationships are going to be with your romantic partner is going to be one of the most nuanced things in your life. And some of the reasons that I know influenced Jeanette and I to do this was having greater control of our work-life balance. We decided to go into business together shortly after having our son and actually with COVID coming as well. These two things intersected and helped us take that leap. Shared financial goals, opportunities to combine your complementary skills. And then just like I said, economic factors like COVID, economic downturns, which we've all experienced. And then just couples wanting to take control of that financial future, I believe are all other circumstances that have led people to try to take that plunge when they otherwise may have just been going through life with the more traditional work nine to five, punch in, punch out and meet at the dinner table at nighttime. Some other things that have made it much easier to do this today is technological advancements. So for instance, we're a digital marketing agency. We had... I would say close to zero overhead to start our business. It's as easy as it's ever been to start a business, even as an individual, but definitely as a couple. Also because of the flexibility and how you work and where you work. You can work from anywhere now. 
And that really does give you more flexibility to manage both your business and family responsibilities at the same time. So these were really big motivating factors for Jeanette and myself with a two-year-old at the time and our first child and wanting to get out of the rat race and wake up retired and have life pass us by in a more traditional sense. You really can create a more lifestyle business or even traveling together and, and these very aspirational types of lives. So pretty cool to get paid to go and live the life you want with your partner and make a business out of it. For us, this one has been huge. Even though we went into business together, and I think most of you would relate that going into business, especially as a solopreneur, is really scary. I didn't have that in me. It was really helpful to have a partner to go ahead and do it together with. But Jeanette would be the first to admit, neither of us really were full-on entrepreneurs and didn't really have anyone in our family or friend network to help guide us in entrepreneurship and teach us the ways and give us a bit of a roadmap. Jeanette had run a successful photography business, but I think scaling a business with a team is a different type of thing. And so finding a community like FM and other supportive networks where you can network was just one of the biggest difference makers for us. And those are more accessible as well than ever to go and find and really help you springboard and save years of pain and learning as a couple. And so that's been one of the biggest driving factors in our success over the last couple of years. And finding those entrepreneurial friends to, again, hold you accountable to these goals and things that you're trying to do to grow as a person that isn't going to make you solely rely on your life partner is going to be a beneficial thing to explore, in my opinion. So if you think that appeals to you, I'd ask you, are you the next entrepreneurial power couple who can go and buy the Mona Lisa like Jay-Z and, and Beyonce here? I do think being very realistic, you want to consider deeply if it's a good idea. So again, because it's worked for Jeanette and myself, doesn't mean that I think everybody should get into business with their partner. So some of the things I would really want you to look at if you haven't already and you were considering it is that you guys have shared goals and vision. This is going to be important in any business you build, any team you build, but the people at the top of it better be aligned on why you're doing it and what the vision is and the goals push through doing it. You need to be able to spend a ton of time together. You already, if you have a partner, probably spend most of your time with them. But if you work somewhere else and in different jobs, that's generally your time apart. Now, all of a sudden, you mix your business and personal life, and you're spending 80, 90% of your hours in a day with that person. So again, doesn't mean you're not a healthy couple because you can't spend 24 hours a day together. But if you're going to go into business, make sure you guys really don't need too much individual space because you're forcing yourself into a bit of a circumstance where you're going to be around each other a lot. And if possible, that you have complementary skills and strengths. So in a good business partnership, we've been taught you often don't want to hire your clone right? You want to bring in somebody who's going to bring in some different complementary skills to you. I would guess in your romantic partner that you were drawn to them because there were lots of similarities in the two of you. That's often going to be a big thing. But I also believe you're often attracted to somebody 
because they have some differences to you and some different skills. And I would look to search in what they have that challenges you and what complements you as a good business partner as well. Things to consider on the other side is that your income now becomes intertwined, right? So I do believe there may be some comfort for people in doing separate jobs and having two different income sources that way. Of course, as you grow, you may bring in different types of income and income sources, but generally when you start, you're working on the business and that can really bring in some new stress and different dynamics into the relationship because money really does control for most of us on a lot of how we're feeling and how we're stressed out day to day. And so just keeping in mind that now your finances are going to be very tied together and that just brings in some intricacies to consider. And I think as an overarching principle, it becomes a little bit harder to separate your personal and professional life when you're not really punching in and punching out as you would traditionally. And this has been more of a lesson for me, but managing and letting go of egos is going to be a big part when you're mixing your work with your personal relationship. Now, these are things that have worked really well for Janetta and I believe have been the foundation for our success as partners in business creating core values, and I'll talk about even overstatements very quickly here, communication, openness, support, and being a good person. So those four things are really going to help drive through your success as partners. And so I would urge you that at near the very beginning, one of the first steps you take is aligning on your goals and visions and then creating these core values that are going to drive you forward and be your guiding principles. One thing that we love that our head of organizational design has brought into our business is the idea of even overstatements. So if your core values are these larger communication, openness type of statements, thinking about when two positive things rub up against each other, what would you guys choose in that situation? And then these next parts, I think, have been so foundational to our success and a lot of where the learning between both of us has come in defining each other's strengths. So we really love saying core values over being like-minded. So a lot of people say search for the like-minded people and there's something to that. But I really think what we're trying to get at is you want people and a partner with the same core values, but back to the different skills and complementary skills, it might be good that you're not necessarily completely like-minded. Accountability. We don't want to be doing the same things in the business and being accountable for the same things because in that case, nobody's actually accountable. If somebody we don't decide has the most experience and is likely the best person to make the final decision on something, then you're not going to be able to make any decisions. So take the time to think about who is the one who should make the final decision about this so that we can make a decision and move forward together. And then delegating. We actually made our company's name Space Creators around the idea of delegating. So we had started doing it in our personal lives. Then we realized, oh, when we're doing marketing for what our original clients were, we're all solopreneurs. Us taking over the marketing was really creating space for them. But then even within our own business, as we scale, it always continues to be about delegating. And do not delegate everything to your partner because that will start to create some tension and you guys won't be able to grow. You really need to think about yourselves as a unit at the top of the company 
so that you can delegate and build a team underneath you and remove yourselves and continue to stay in your zones of genius. Communication. For us, I think in life, communication will solve a lot of problems as your foundation. Just really make space to go and facilitate open and honest conversation in whatever works for you. And then this is a great concept that Jeanette brought to my attention that I encourage considering as a partner is that when you are talking and communicating, asking the question, do you want support or solutions? So I'll be the first to admit I was a very, oh, you have this problem. Why don't you do this? <laughs> we could do that. Here's another solution. Found out that was very annoying and not always what the other person wanted. And so we've worked towards, hey, maybe you just need to vent to your partner in this circumstance. Just opening the door to, hey, how can I best support you right now? And if it's just to listen to you, I'm here for that. And in that being an active listener and really just stepping back and listening is going to take you very far in that communication. And then never waiting. For us, it's about being proactive. You let something fester and you don't communicate, that's when it becomes a problem. And if you just sustain that open and honest communication, it'll really help you. Steve, that was awesome. Thank you, sir. The chat is blowing up mostly with inappropriate jokes, but everything was awesome. And yeah. you, you overshared in such a good way. We love it. Thanks for being here. Like we talked about, this is all going to send to a podcast. So if you're listening to the recording of this, fastfoundation.com slash office hours, so you can be here and join the conversation. That's what's happening next. At some point here in the next few minutes, we're going to turn recording off so we can talk about this, mastermind about it, maybe go into breakout rooms, all that kind of stuff. So if you're not part of that, make sure you join us here for that. If you have your camera on right now, we're going to go around and let you introduce yourself. Tell us your name, what you do, your elevator pitch, something like that real quick, where you're from, and then something that you just learned from Steve that you can apply. If there's time, we'll also add questions to that. First one that's not on our team that I see here on my screen is Zach. Zach, are you ready to share? Do you have something you want to give back to Steve? Something you just learned? Absolutely, RT. Steve, brother, thank you so much for everything you just poured into us today, man. The first thing that I really heard was take what you need, leave the rest. So I actually took the rest of the talk because I run my business, Actualized Potential Wellness Coaching solo. I took it all as what if I viewed my work with my one-on-one -on -one clients as partnerships? And so... That was actually really helpful in terms of some of the things you talked about in terms of setting clear values that you agree on and deciding even an overstatement. So I think that all of that only helps me onboard clients in a fashion that sets us both up to succeed in our working, per in our working partnerships. Yeah, man, I just, it wasn't what I expected to take it as today, but when you said take it as you need it, that's what hit. And yeah, really appreciated every, everything. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. Christina, you are next on my screen. Do you want to share a takeaway from Steve, something you learned, and also tell us who you are, what you do, all that? Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Christina Bertrand Sergoda. I am a CEO of The Social Snippet. We do social media and podcasting for entrepreneurs and small businesses to help them build community online. So I'm excited. Steve is one of my FM besties, one of my favorite parts of FM and one of the greatest gifts I've gotten. But yeah, I just always learned so much like about you and you, like your perspective, especially working with Jeanette. And I get to have such an inner lens on that. But it's such also a reminder, Zach, I'm similar, has similar thought, like not necessarily about clients, but about like even all the team. Like how do we create like a culture of treating everyone like partners and being able 
make sure that everyone feels validated. I was thinking about like my manager of operations, Lorena, was the best. But like, how do I inspire her to be her best self and create work environments where she's most successful? Because I'm always like, I just do what I want. I just pop around and I like go everywhere. But yeah, is she happy? And how do we make her even happier? Thanks, Steve. Awesome. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for being here as always. Mr. Allen, I have you up next. Yeah, that, that was so great. I, the, for me, I was actually just having this conversation yesterday with my video editor. And I was like, I think I'm giving him too much content. I just love filming and stuff. And I'm like, I want to empower you to like have fun. And he's just been like pumping out good stuff. But I know what fills him up is like playing with sound design and new fonts and new ways to make the content more engaging and stuff. And I'm like, am I not giving you space to do that? Should I give you less stuff? And we were kind of like, I think for me, listening to you talk, I was like, just that open communication to be like, what do you need? Because you don't work for me. I work for you, right? As my video editor. So I just really appreciate like the whole, just the big lens of like communicate so you can be in your zone of genius and how can I better support you in that? So I appreciate that. And yeah, so Matthew Allen, I really believe social media and content creation is one of the greatest personal development tools available to us. If you can't speak to something, it has power over you. And I think we're all in the interest of personal growth. And when you can say something to the world, to potentially millions of people, you get your power back. And in that way, you can further develop speak your truth and really start to pull in your ideal clients by, like I said, speaking your truth, telling your story and all of those great things. I think we all know how to put educational content out there and that stuff is great, but really building your brand by speaking your truth and calling in those ideal clients. So that's what I work with my clients in doing. I always love being here. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. And that sounds awesome. It's cool to just get a refresher on what everyone's up to and it's for me, like Steve, I always learn a lot when you talk. And obviously I have Jim as a partner. I have Tyler, my, my Vortec business partner. I've tried to run businesses with Lindsay. It didn't work. So now we just have a hard boundary around not doing business in our romantic partnership, but we still talk about business. We talk about entrepreneurship on our date nights and all that kind of stuff. So it's a really healthy thing for us now that we have those boundaries and a lot of things that you talked about. But I love this kind of thing because like Zach pointed out and Matthew, you said the same thing, like you guys shared specific examples of how you can apply this, not directly to the topic that Steve was talking about, but separately. And I think that's just phenomenal. And that's really why we're all here is everyone has a different perspective and everyone has something else that they'll take away. And if that's just not one of the many definitions of masterminding and groupthink, I don't know what it is. Hey, this is Jim Carter. Thank you for joining the Fast Foundations podcast. We're excited to try this new format. We're grateful you were here to be part of it with us. If you missed the live event, you can join us every Wednesday. Sign up at fastfoundations.com slash office hours, and we'll see you next week.